Hey friends, I want to share with you uh, Theologian Thursday, and so in our past ones we've gone a little further back in history, but uh, for today I want to cover somebody that is uh, still living today and still contributing to um, the, the Christian faith with his writings and teachings. Um, his name is Don Carson, or known as D.A. Carson. Um, born in 1946, um, and he serves as the uh, president of um, the uh, Evan Evangelical Theological Society, known as ETS. Um, he was the co-founder of the Gospel Coalition, some of you might be familiar with that ministry. Um, he's an emeritus professor of New Testament at Trinity uh, Divinity School, and has written a whole bunch of books um, on, on just all kinds of different areas. And he's really regarded um, in the world as, as one of the best biblical scholars, New Testament scholars alive. Um, and so let me just show you a few of, of his works. Um, this one here, Exegetical Fallacies uh, by D.A. Carson. If you were to take classes on how to interpret scripture and, and not uh, when you're exegeting, when you're trying to find out the meaning of the text, what fallacies do we sometimes make? And so this is a, a good one to help prevent that. Um, this is um, some lessons from 1 Corinthians that's uh, well known. Um, the cross in Christian ministry, um, and so really good good work on um, just leadership through um, looking at Paul's writings to the Corinthians. This one, this book here, super helpful as we went through the Gospel of John together. Um, his commentary on the Gospel of John just remarkable. Um, if you had to have one commentary on the Gospel of John, I would I would recommend this one. Um, and again, worldly, uh, just in the world, he is known to be. Um, you know, one of the top scholars on the Gospel of John. And then uh, another work that he did with um, G.K. Beale is the commentary of the New Testament use of the Old Testament. So this goes through and everywhere you see in the New Testament where it is either quoting or alluding to Old Testament passages, you see how thick that is, um, they went through and, and noted where that would be connected to the Old Testament. So just a phenomenal work. He's got so many others, uh, other books and, and works that he's done, articles, um, things online. He's just just phenomenal, just a, a huge blessing. Um, and I've been blessed to hear him a few times in person and just encouraged by his ministry. Uh, another work, I, I don't have it here with me, it's in the other uh, office, but uh, one he does on Paul's prayers and, and spiritual kind of prayers and what our prayer life should be like. I forget the exact name of it, but it's a phenomenal work. We went through some of it as a church. Um, let me give you a few quotes by D.A. Carson to encourage you today. Um, the aim, he says, is never to become a master of the word but to be mastered by it. So yes, we want to grow and understand the word, but the aim is that you'd be mastered by the word of God. It would, it would control you and change you. Uh, another one, do you wish to see God's love? Look to the cross. Do you wish to see God's wrath? Look to the cross. And so just showing how the, the justice and holiness of God and his love come together at the cross, remarkable. Um, I love this one. A text, so a Bible text, without a context is a pretext for proof text. And so what he means, he's just real big on properly interpreting the Bible. And so if you just, uh, if you don't understand context of what it's being written, then uh, that's going to lead you to using it as a proof text where you're just pulling something out to prove your point, but it's not really in the context of the passage. And so um, commenting on elders here, he says, the most extraordinary things about the biblical prerequisites for elders is that they are not at all extraordinary. They're not all that extraordinary. So when you look at the, the listing, 1 Timothy 3, Titus 1, of the different prerequisites to be a, a pastor or an elder, they're very normal things, uh, what D.A. Carson points out. It's it's the normal Christian walk. They've just uh, have grown and they're mature and, and examples in those things. So that's, that's good. Uh, one more I think I'll share with you. Uh, he says, people do not drift towards holiness. 
apart from grace-driven effort. I love that, grace-driven effort. Um, people do not gravitate toward godliness, prayer, obedience to scripture, faith, and delight in the Lord. We drift towards compromise and call it tolerance. We drift toward disobedience and call it freedom. We drift toward superstition and call it faith. We cherish the indiscipline of lost self-control and call it relaxation. We slouch toward prayerlessness and delude ourselves into thinking we have escaped legalism. We slide toward godlessness and convince ourselves we have been liberated. Oh, a lot to unpack there. So just any of those quotes, I pray they're helpful for you. I pray that um, you'll look into some of the, the works of D.A. Carson and be encouraged and helped by that. But I love this. People do not drift towards holiness. Apart from the grace-driven effort, we, we, we do not gravitate towards godliness. So uh, brothers and sisters, take that advice. Do not just drift, but um, have this grace-driven effort to follow Christ. Have a good day.